Welcome back to episode three of Jack and Holden. Actually, Holden and Jack, excuse me, unqualified. Please get it right. Yeah, <laughs> Holden is first. He wants to be the superior one when it comes to the title. So yes, yes that's, I do. I do. I'll, I'll, I'll give him that one. Um, um, so if, I can, if I can speak for a second to it, um, in case those in the school have yet to hear, uh, unqualified faced an absolute tragedy last week, boys. Um, we recorded just an absolutely electric episode with our boy Temelade Kodiosho. Tem's in the studio today. He's back in the studio. And it just got deleted. Did not get recorded. Heartbreaking but, uh, it, was, it was some great, great content, a lot of energy, and we're hoping to recreate that today in episode three, part two. Talk about just letting the wind out of the sails, dude. I mean, awesome. I felt so good. We were hitting episode. our stride, dude. Ah, and we'll probably awesome. we'll cover awesome. some of the topics that uh, – we went over in that episode. We'll eventually come around to it. But we we couldn't even. It's a couple. It's like two weeks, a week later, and we can't even get ourselves to try to invest ourselves like we did in those times. My spirit's just not in it. I, I put my heart and soul into that yeah. show, and it just. I mean, a lot of talk happen. about good Baltimore restaurants, breakfast, lunch, and din brunch. We Linner, did get to brunch. Linner. Did we get to? I forgot about Linner. Did we get to Linner? We didn't even talk about Linner. I don't even like. I think it's a lame joke to talk about Linner. Like, oh, brunch. What's lunch and dinner? Linner. Not but, funny. But brunch is sick. Yeah, we brunch is brunch. sick. Um, also, a quick shout out for the uh, first time in a while. We got our producer Jay Campbell in the studio. What's up, boys? How are we feeling today? Jay. Happy to be here. No, long time coming. I'm <laughs> <laughs> playing a little poker back here, you know, doing my thing. Yeah. Get some Texas Hold'em running. Yeah, uh, Texas Hold'em. Biggest one. biggest game in the area right now. Looks like Tom Cottle is heavily down in this matchup, sadly. If you're not, he's on the ropes. If you're not playing online poker, what are you doing? Honestly, I'm back in a stickman sword. Big back in a stickman. Hot take. Stickman yeah, golf? Yeah, I brought it back. That's a huge take. freshman wave. Huge. Massive freshman yeah, imagine, I mean, imagine being a freshman in, like, 2016. That's cute. Or 2017. Yeah, we were 16. <laughs> ah, missed, missed the joke. But I'm uh, <laughs> both. And you know what I mean. Good question. <laughs> is Flappy Golf superior to Stickman? Absolutely not. No. Get out of here right now. I'll I was just wondering. I'll, I'll, I'd rather play Flappy. Uh, flappy Race uh, mode, Yeah, sure. Flappy Race mode when I'm playing like online rather than turn-based. No. Turn -based I'm surprised Jay's not, Jay's nodding right now. If you want to see Jay nodding, you subscribe to Unqualified Gold. <clears throat> Egg. But um, so in terms of when you're playing online, like if you're like in class or something, you got to get it going with the boys. Like flappy golf online is better. Like than doing turn-based. Race turn -based. Is fun, but like – Race mode. Is, is there a turn-based also for flappy? No. Just race? no just that would be race. ridiculous. Yeah. But no, but sure. look, poker's better. I mean, I, there's just so much class. I am love – I play poker in real life. Like, like I, I prefer real life poker. I, yeah. I mean, I, I'll, po I'll do poker before I like sports bet like later in life. Oh, absolutely. Like, like yeah, I'll play – poker but um i mean right now it's it's the game of games i love it uh, for me for me for poker you need to be sitting in the room with the guy i need to look him in the eyes yeah you want to be able to call calls yeah, yeah right. calls bluff you got to get a read for him i am you you're playing the opponent on the cards how can you know someone's bluffing if they're behind yeah, the computer? I, know. I got to uh escape to uh like vegas probably two weeks ago my dad just woke me up and uh <laughs> so it was, it was probably like my third time there in the past two or three months wow um That's well done and there was this moment Probably 40, 50 years old, you know. I don't know what she was doing. But she offered me these drinks, and I'm like, sweetie, I'm betting here. I'm betting, sweetie. <laughs> so she offered you Bev. Interesting. Interesting. What kind of Bev? Is yeah, good Tem's, Bev? Tem is our, like, our so Bev expert. Shirley, <laughs> Shirley Temples. Um, fun fact, you'll never catch me around the hall with no Bev. Mm -hmm. I always keep a Bev. I have, I have tried to catch him without Bev, and he stays strapped. Stay strapped with Unlike 
junior Johnny Melanson, who, mm. in case you all have never heard, has never had Bev on him in his entire life. You don't have Bev on you? What are you doing? I, I, I keep my hydro flask on my at all times. Of course. You know, no Bev leads to voice cracks, and you don't want a voice crack. Okay. He stays voice crack. If I hear a career, career yeah. ender. If I hear a voice crack, I will stop everything I'm doing. <laughs> Say, where's your Bev? <laughs> keep the Bev on oh, you. Yeah. Speaking of voice cracks. All-time great one the other week, David Polsky, the freshman in the assembly hall. Mm. I've never heard anything worse in my life. I was mm. sitting right next to him as he announces like his geography club. He's I think hilarious, it was. dude. Oh, he, David Polsky, great kid. I love him. He's in my yeah. advisory. I, I don't think he'd come back from that you one. Can't, not, you can't. Not, not yeah. You're forever the voice no. cracker at assembly. <laughs> With that, let's officially get this episode started. Let's go. Hey, massive thanks to Jay for uh, giving us some bass boosting there. That was great. <laughs> um, so quick, just to start off the real show, uh, let's give a little intro to Tim Alade. Tim, what you got to talk about? So um, as you guys know, you guys, everyone really knows about me. Um, I used to be on <coughs> Hound Wave Sports. I'm sure some of you have heard of it. Actually, probably haven't heard of it. But um, exactly. I was on Hound Wave and, you know, they let me do my own show, the Tamalotti Coolio show, a little play on words there. In trademark it, though, so we can steal it yes, now. Which and we, we actually have it. It has, it has so. been stolen. But, um, yeah, they said I could run with things, and they just weren't messing with my vibe. So they they just they just weren't working out. So I was like, I need the better program, and I thought Unqualified is the place to go. So they scooped me up, and now I'm in the stew. And it's just – it's a better program, better guys. You just love we to got see Bev. It. They don't. At the end of the day, he's taking Bev. As simple as that. I, I knew – yeah, I knew something was up. First day I walk in the stew, no Bev on the table. I'm like, guys, where's the Bev? They say no Bev in the stew. I'm like, what's going on? Uh, if you want to see the uh, unqualified Bev, please subscribe to Unqualified Gold. If you want to see the unqualified stew, please. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The egg. <laughs> the egg. No, uh, subscribe to Unqualified Gold, um, which is still pending. <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah. Also, no, thanks huge to Huge news today. Massive news. Biggest of the day. First off, uh, this we're being recorded right now. I believe it's the 27th of February on yeah, Thursday. It is. So we got a dress down tomorrow. Mm. Much bigger news, though. Tori, you want to take this one? Yeah, I'll take this one. Because, uh, we, as a school, are done with Blazers Daily. It is a good day. And I will say, so if you weren't there... Assembly was pretty hilarious. There was like a it was it was, instead of like it was like a wave, but it was like a vocal wave of like everyone like, uh ah. I started that. I really? think I don't know if you you're saw gonna me. Call, you're gonna call you started. I, I'm calling it because I, I don't know if you saw me, but like like I was doing this thing with the R, like bringing them back into it. And dude, we got the, the boys were well, I applaud you, sir. And an assembly where a lot of seniors are like, Oh, I'm too cool to go to this. Best assembly probably all of February. Yep. Mm, yeah, yeah, and, and they can yeah. never say they were there the day Blazers were ended. Like, oh, I'm where were you the day we lost the Blazers? I was sitting in row F <laughs> <Exactly>. on the <laughs> aisle, row Q, row North Side. That's where I was sitting right next to my boy Matty P, freshman <laughs> quarterback. Yeah, no, it was good, it was right. Yeah, right after uh, I'd asked Mr. Hastings if I could have an extension um, because I was going to go to writing center on Friday. Right, and initially sure he just hit, he just hit me with a with a nah. <coughs> just said nah. I was like, what? And he wow. was like, actually, no, you can't. So, oh, because he was like, nowhere. papers actually do it midnight on Friday. So if you get to the writing center uh, 
first block of Friday, you're good. So now I got <clears throat> need Bev. Let me need, toss you a Bev toy. Yeah. Let me get you a Bev. Uh, so I now I have an extension till Sunday. Other big news. Yo, man, is this yeah. and Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's get a little rundown. How's that class going? It's good, dude. I mean, I'm good. I'm not gonna lie. I'll take Ulysses over villains all day. Got One, me. Aces is a master of Ulysses. It, it, it's just like you know he, he's actually uh, published in the JJQ, the James Joyce Quarterly. For our listeners who don't know. Yeah, so that I think our class first semester just better overall group, unbelievable group, and like Gray and Ingrid like phenomenal compliments to the what would have been an all boys class. So yeah, truly, I think it was truly. I think it was awesome. Yeah, it was a good time. But villain, hey, villains can't complain. I mean, you're in. You walk in there. I walked in there like on the fourth or fifth day of the classes meeting. Just get to walk in with my hands up like. <laughs> Like we're, we're back, back. <laughs> yeah. To come back in. Let's go. But um, so yeah, it's a good time. Highly recommend Ulysses for those juniors making their schedules as a for seniors right now. Villains and Antiheroes not too shabby either. Absolutely. All right, Tim Lade, uh, you're a junior, obviously. Ulysses, a lot of reading, totally worth it. Awesome class, Mister Hastings, great guy. Um, so Tori, I believe you wanted to speak a little bit about the NBA All Star game that just passed. Is this correct? Oh yeah. Uh, big time. So, and I know you guys will definitely hop in on this. Um, this actually was a topic we recorded in the last episode that, mm. unfortunately, was we're going to expand upon lost, lost the wash. Some fantastic but, uh, takes lost in the mix. Except but. we should talk. It's, it's the entire All Star Weekend. I missed yeah. both there, so I think you wanted to start with the dunk contest. Yeah, I I have to start start with the dunk contest. I want to make a formal declaration that wow. if Aaron Gordon <laughs> gets ripped off again in the dunk contest, I will make sure. There will never be a dunk contest <laughs> oh, ever again. So it's got that kind of power. Dude. But here's the thing is, how is he going to get ripped off again if he's never competing again? If he loses, period. The guy should not lose. He's the best dunker around. But, um, so, like, to watch that, I mean, first of all, I mean, I think Aaron Gordon losing to Zach Levine, although I thought Zach Levine was a more entertaining dunker than Derek Jones Jr. I feel like right. Derek Jones Jr. is just a jumper. But, but he gets up, though. But, yeah, he he's a, yeah, but he's, I mean, he's a freak jumper, but Levine – was more creative. I agree. Um, I think that when he lost to Levine in 16, 2016, I think. That's what we said, yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a bigger ripoff because the one really? where he had the mascot standing on standing up. I don't and uh, I don't know if he was on the segue, but he wasn't moving. He had the ball mascot had the ball on top of his head and Gordon jumped up. Just sits on his head. And it's on, it's almost <laughs> Absolutely like he takes a seat. It's it's literally looked like if you froze him he was like basically sitting down in the air above this mascot who had the ball on his on head. his head. So he's base he's uh, his thighs are like seven and a half feet off the ground. Right? I think I think I saw a stat that said if maybe not if, that if high, you but... took no he he was like about seven feet up sitting. Uh, yes. they, they said that if you took Aaron Gordon's jump there and put it into the high jump contest of the Olympics that year, he would have placed third. In, yeah. in the world, we got, we got a bronze yeah. medal. It's unreal, like like that dunk, and then to take the ball from there, bring it all the way up above his head, and slam it like that's an that should be an instant winner. Like, I, so, I think, so. I think I mean, to I, see that, so I, I think Aaron Gordon should have won both times. I think the Zach Levine loss is defendable at least. Like Zach yeah. Levine was put, he put on a show. It was a close battle. This year, it is know. just appalling it's that robbery. Derek Jones Jr. walked away with the trophy this year. It really is. And Tort, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to blame your boy here. Uh, Dwayne Wade's D-Wade, gonna take a yeah. serious, serious amount of the blame there. Yeah, D Wade, I don't know what you were doing. Like you're my favorite player, but what are you doing? But um, anyway, there's a little, there's a little heat nonsense going on yeah, there. A little collusion. Also, back to the Gordon Levine. Like I thought Levine had some great dunks, but dude, the 
the dunking from the foul line is getting old, man. Like if like to just use that and be like, mm-hmm. oh, like just because MJ did it, now it's become this iconic dunk. Like, like what if if I put a Superman cape on and dunk from like one step inside the foul line, like Dwight Howard did, would I win the dunk contest? Like just because yeah, you did that personally? Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I <laughs> if I dunked, I'd win the dunk contest. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I just feel like you got to base it off of overall difficulty. Like, jumping from the foul line is like, like, do you got the genes to jump? Right. Like, mm-hmm. And I, I think creativity is a massive part of it. And Aaron Gordon, I'm not going to say he's the best dunker I've ever seen. I think he's undoubtedly the most creative I've ever witnessed, yeah. personally. Hot take, though. All right, maybe not a hot take. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think the Shaq rule, I think it is, if you don't get it on the first try, you can't get a 10. What do you? Th- I think it's a good rule. I just find it so much more entertaining when they get the dunk on the first try. I mean, strictly for entertainment pur- purposes, I agree. But mm-hmm. I mean, level of difficulty—you you, got it. You got to get some leeway there. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I know. I think that's fair. Probably don't give him a ten, but I think you can still get up to a nine easy. Yeah. Now though, if he if you go for dunk miss, but then switch up the type of dunk you're doing, I think it's potential for a ten. Really? Because it's, it's a that, fresh that jump. Is a, uh, courageous call there. It's a fresh I'm not sure you take So that. I'm not one to actually watch the dunk contest. I watch it on my phone the next day when all the highlights come Smart. out. So respect, I have no respect. idea who misses dunks. I see them. I think they're all first track. So yeah. I actually don't think you sure. should be penalized. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting take. I feel like those who are dedicated enough to watch the event live would disagree, but uh, that's a conversation <laughs> for another time. Um, so yeah, we said Derek Jones Jr. just absolutely stole a trophy in the dunk contest this year. Um, I think we should talk a little bit about the actual All Star game mm-hmm. itself. And they switched up a ton this year. They did, the and they it did. was by far the most. Yeah, this is your guys' topic. All Star game I have watched in years. Yeah, so and easily the most competitive one I've watched because, um, the way they did it this year is that you could either win like the first quarter, second quarter, third, and fourth. So in the first quarter, you have people going all out to win the first, and then the second, third, and fourth. And this year, what happened was, um, one team won the first. The LeBron other team, won the first. LeBron won the first. Uh, Comes out. Giannis takes the two, and they tied the third. So then the fourth quarter, you see both teams going all out, trying to reach this target score that they set up. So it was like it was like watching a playoff game live with the best players in the NBA, and it's crazy. I have two questions, and if you guys can't answer them, then we can just put a poll or ask guys to comment. Um, one, where's the target score come from? Honestly, we we talked about this in the failed yeah, podcast. For those of you guys who didn't hear it, obviously. Um, I, I still don't know. I never did any more okay. research on that. Mm-hmm. I do know though that whoever whatever win team like wins each quarter, uh, they like LeBron's team won like the first quarter, and because of that, like a certain like youth choir group got a massive influx of mm-hmm. money. So they were playing each quarter for charity, and the That's five, cool. and, like the winner of the most quarters won the entire game. Now, what happens if they don't tie that third quarter? I, I think then like or what do you mean like who 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 like won? you know like it kind of worked out perfectly that they tied that perfectly. third quarter so then it was basically like a best two out of three type quarter deal. so maybe if one team wins the, I, I think the winner of the most quarters wins the game hold up yeah Jay's got something no it was actually to honor the uh, late Kobe Bryant so it's like LeBron's team was I don't know how many points they'd scored through three quarters. But then it was like they added twenty four. Mm. It was something about adding Kobe's number, and then that's what that, the yeah. final score was going to be, like the one fifty seven or something mm. like that. And there was a lot to honor Kobe in this yeah. game. I, I know they they renamed the All Star MVP award, which is a pretty big deal, especially when the guys are playing pretty hard. It's now called the Kobe Bryant All Star MVP award, um, and I believe Kawhi Leonard from Team LeBron won the first ever. 
um, pretty yeah, bad. Yeah. And uh, LeBron's team wore uh, everyone on the team wore number two to honor Gigi Bryant, and then on Giannis's team, uh, the whole team wore twenty four to honor uh, Kobe. Right, obviously to honor Kobe. So um, um, yeah, yeah, just overall incredibly competitive match. Uh, fought really hard. It ended sadly on an Anthony Davis free throw, which is like <laughs> just lame. You know, there's way more cool stuff going on that game, but. Um, if you don't have time to watch the entire game, I'd suggest going to check out the highlights because yeah. you're just watching yeah. the best of the best battle the entire time. And it was really interesting to see. Yeah, Tori, you got something? Yeah, well, I mean, I was kind of just like moving away from the All-Star game. Let's see something else. So uh, now that we wouldn't have been able to have this talk last week, we recorded the episode, but now thinking about it now, um, this weekend, I'm a big heavyweight boxing fan. Mm. Uh, wish I hope that in my lifetime we can get back to like the days, of the days like when it was like back Muhammad Ali yeah, kind of days. Ma- Ma- but even like when you have like a guy like Tyson, but like yeah, right. I love like the Muhammad Ali days. But like Wilder Fury thoughts this weekend. I, I mean, I didn't. I was gonna get pay per view. Ended up going out of town, so I I had to watch. I mean, I'm fine watching the highlights the next day. Right. Kind of stunk to know know who won, but like. I watched the whole fight on YouTube the next day. What are your thoughts? On- so I, I also didn't watch it live. I watched a bunch of highlights, read a couple of articles about it. Um, from my understanding and what I witnessed, Fury just absolutely dominated. Outboxed him completely. Fury embarrassed him. him. It, yeah, it made got, got in early, didn't let that right hook fall, and just kept on pounding. Yeah, it made Wilder, do. who was before their previous fight, defending undefeated champion of the world, Fury tied him. Right. Uh, and as I think as a, as a challenger to tie means that actually Fury, although they tied, was considered the the new champion. Is that right? It's because really? it's it's harder for the challenge. Your so challenger really has to. Because like, he comes do, in as the underdog. Yeah, right? it's well, and also in boxing, there's like a thing like it's like it takes a little bit more. Like you really have most time deci- if you go to a decision against the champ, the champ will win. Just right. um, unless you really beat him, but we're not able to knock him out. Um, but so Fury actually went into Saturday, the champion. Um, okay, I actually didn't I know that. That's so nice to me. No that's cool. But so I think so. I think that's true. You might, might want to check me on that. I mean, I, it sounded yeah. good. Yeah, so um, it honestly, the fight for me exposed that Wilder was not that great of a chick. He's not that great of a boxer. He yeah, has, it's, he's, 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 he's the not deadliest right hook, though. Yeah. yeah, but that's all he has. Like, mm-hmm. if you watch, like, his – if you watch him when he boxes someone like Fury, who is actually a very good fundamental boxer, phenomenal Absolutely. upper body movement, head movement, jabs, can take hits. I do you I see mean, him dodging in the corner like Muhammad Ali? Yeah, time? yeah, he, he, crazy. yeah. And um, if you, uh, Wilder, you see like between the first fight and the second fight, they try to work on his jab because he had no jab. It was basically just waiting for, waiting for the right hook. Um, but if it falls but, at the right but, moment, but they were yeah. like they were like Fury's avoiding too many of our punches. Um, so we have to start trying to jab. And he tried to jab, but it was just – it wasn't effective enough. Fury was landing some great punches, including some great body shots, which, like, if you're trying to protect your head like Wilder, he goes low. Right. Throws some great punches. And, I mean, Fury worked him. I mean, yeah, and I'm, I'm sure everyone's seen by now. But, Tor, do you see the uh, excuse that Wilder had for his loss? No. That his, uh, he, he said that he, – he called the rematch. You know, they're going to have a rematch this summer. I think uh date is still TBD. Mm-hmm. But – he said it was because the suit that he wore to walk up to the ring was 45 pounds and it tired out his legs. So he never really had a fair shot at the match. It was so stupid. Absolute I don't know anarchy why, that he's oh, calling. I heard, I heard that – I don't know why people do it. I heard Tyson used to – he just cut a hole in a towel and that's what he wore. Yeah, but then he got carried in on a throne, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Who did? Uh, Fury, Fury, no, 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 no. I was saying Mike Tyson. Oh, Mike Tyson. Mike, I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah. Tyson, Fury, no, yeah. Mike Tyson, all he used to wear was just a towel. 
hole cut in it, whatever his head. That was his walkout. I mean, that's smart. If what Wilder's saying is actually true, which I I have issues believing, but like, why are you walking in with a 50 pound suit of armor? Exactly. He comes in wearing like a samurai. I don't know why they would expect him. Yeah, just do it. Just go out and win the fight, man. I don't know why they put so much time into the pre to pre fight. Like walk in, you've made all the money for the fight at that point. Right. Like, and he, I mean, that's yeah. And, oh, sorry. Also, Another see- tactical thing. Fury put on close to <laughs> around. There might have been more or less thirty pounds between the first fight and the second fight. People were like, "Why?" And I was actually listening to the broadcast. It's smart. Is he was he would tie at near after like the second round. He started tying up Wilder a lot more. Right. What you do is you just get his head under his arm and lean on him and just tire Wilder out. I thought it's very Dude, smart. That's tag. I mean, well, Wilder yeah. still got what, like twenty five pounds on him. No, no, no. Wilder's, Wilder's lighter. Wilder's, Wilder's, Wilder's way lighter. lighter. Wilder's really much lighter. Much lighter. Uh, I might have numbers mixed up. And, and yeah, yeah Fury's big, Fury's got like two inches of height, an inch and a half or so of reach. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can look up the stats. If you yeah, it's just crazy. It's he's also yeah. faster. Yeah, he's, that's what I was about to say. Like Fury's so fast, and you wouldn't expect him to be that quick. The way he dodges his movement is just crazy for someone of that size. Right. And you'd just expect Wilder to take him, but yeah, absolutely. He's a great boxer. So uh, one of my favorite little like uh anecdotes about the fight too was that Wilder apparently had already planned his uh his like post party, his after for winning the championship, had posted on his social media, like Instagram, Snapchat, all that, like everybody come to this hotel after I win the fight and then just get spanked on live television. Mm, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I, too I mean, I, I respect it, but, like, it did not go in your favor, Wilder. Yeah, Wilder, Wilder listed it with at 40-0 with 39 KOs before the fight at 6 feet 7 inches, weighing in at 212.5 pounds. Uh, Fury, on the other hand, 27-0, 19 wins by knockout at 6'9", 256 pounds. Wow. He's so, got like forty pounds on him. Yeah, I mean he. That's a. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. significant. Definitely significant. Um, oh wait, it says pre-fight. Sorry, I was wrong. It says Deontay Wilder was still recognized as the champion. So really? sorry about that. Yeah, that, that's kind of stuff we have Jay here for. He's usually our heirs and omission fella. So uh, if we say anything else wrong, please fact check us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, call Tord out when he's just blatantly incorrect. But Tord's just try to give him a chance. Screaming hot takes, <laughs> right? We get a little, we get a little antsy in here, and sometimes hot takes come out. It's expected. Um, running back to the NBA real quick. I just want to give everybody a quick breakdown of what's going on in the league post All Star break. Um, so we're just gonna go like top five in each conference. Little breakdown of the top teams, yep. then we'll move on. Keep oh, it yeah. quick. So the Western Conference right now, we still have the LeBron and Anthony Davis led Lakers at the top of the bracket. Um, closest team behind them is the Nuggets, who are five games back. Below them, the Clippers, also a Los Angeles team. Then the Rockets and the Thunder finishing out the top five. In the Eastern Conference, we have the number one seeded uh, Bucks, who are just, you know, they've already won the entire conference. Like, no one's mm-hmm. touching them. Yep. They have the best Evens in the league this year. Giannis the is going right? to be the MVP. They've oh, they've clinched, clinched yeah. yeah. Um, Giannis is bound to be MVP. It's just not even a question at this point. Um, and then after this, we got the Raptors, the Celtics coming in at the three seed, the Heat. Very surprising team this mm-hmm. year, uh, led by Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. Uh, and the 76ers filling out the rest of the top five. Um, we'll get back into that a little bit more in future episodes as we near the playoffs. But, Jordan, you know, I got a lot a lot to say about the NBA. So I'm excited yeah. for that episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam, you got any thoughts on what's going on in the NBA right now? Well, personally, I know this is hard to believe for those of you at home. But if you've known me, I'm a Raptors fan. I've been repping the six all my life. And um, six. everyone's like, oh, Tam, you just support the Raptors because they won last year. But I was there when we were getting swept by LeBron. I was there. 
I've been a Raptors fan all my life. And You're honestly, watching the like forever underperforming Drew Martyrism. Yes. And Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry <laughs> shooting in the gym post game. It's like, yeah, you just suck. And You're just bad. Personally, all season, everyone was like, oh, no Kawhi, no Raptors. But the Raptors have been putting on a show all season. They're sitting at the two? At the, I think it was the three. Okay, three. Oh, no, you're right, two. Sorry. Two. And um, honestly, I was pretty confident that they were actually going to go in and beat the Bucks in the playoffs, but they just had their matchup a couple days ago, and Ibaka, Siakam, Lowry, they were just looking poor all around. The Bucks looked I, like – The Bucks make everyone look poor. They, they made the them look team. absolutely foolish, and it's got me worried a little bit, but you can always trust with Drake on the sideline. We've got good energy in the six. I think the Raptors could be going back to the finals – to get swept by LeBron again, but at least we're going back to the finals. Yeah. So that's what matters. Um, so just talking quick about the Raptors, this whole Kawhi situation, I have a very hot take about Kawhi that I think a lot of people aren't going to like. Um, I think Kawhi is officially overrated. I think he is one of the more Ooh. overrated players in the league. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me hear me out. Kawhi gets drafted in. He's, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. Still got in the hall. Absolutely. He deserves it. But – he comes in. Now, that's a hot take, though. I don't know if he's, he hasn't secured himself a place in the hall. He's won two championships and two final, finals MVPs on different teams. What else do you need to do, you think? Different conferences, too. I'm trying to think if anyone else has done that. I, I, I can't think of any. I, I think finals MVP on two separate teams has never been done before. Anyways. Gonna continue. So, okay. All right. Kawhi. That was a, that was a great comeback point. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. I've studied my Kawhi. Don't worry. Okay. Because this man gets drafted in. Great rookie year, right? Like he's he's up there for rookie of the year candidates. Um, couple good seasons under his belt. But he gets drafted to the Spurs, who I think for the last 15, 20 years have undoubtedly been the best run franchise in the sport. Yeah. Greg yeah. Popovich, probably the best head coach in the league still. Maybe like he definitely was when Tim Duncan was around at least. For sure. Um, and he's just used to his optimal like situation. Then he forces his way out of there because he doesn't like how they treat his injury. Goes to the Raptors. And before he gets to the Raptors, they are a 59-win team, right? They're still – Yeah, they're a regular there, season. They're in, they're in contention yeah. for like the one and two seed of the regular season uh, – of the Eastern Conference, I mean, for you know two or three years before he even gets there. He fits in. He's better than DeMar DeRozan. I'm not arguing that. He brings them to the championship over a heavily injured Warriors team. He, like well, they're missing Kevin Durant, they're missing Clay Thompson, Steph Curry. Like I think pulls a hamstring, he plays through it, but he's kind of hurt. Like the, the Warriors never really had a chance in that series. I don't think it's fair. And now he's in the Clippers, and things are not going well. The Clippers, who came into the season projected to be the best team in the league, are sitting at the three seed, only one game ahead of the four seed in the Western Conference. I think Paul. I think actually Paul George is the problem, not Kawhi. Oh, he's, he's definitely not been great. He's overrated. I don't like. Wait, mm. let me ask you. He's just injury prone. He's injury. Paul, I, I think Paul when, George a Hall of Famer? Nope. If he if, if he keeps on the downward trajectory he's on now, nope. No. Yeah, dude, the guy. Yeah, a poor end to his career. Yeah, but um, I think I think well, a top ten scorer had... in the league. Who is Kawhi? Limited yeah. games played, a lot of load management. By, uh, yeah, yeah. Also, load Rivers. management is the most nonsense thing I've ever heard in the NBA. It makes me so mad. Don't count. Playoff Kawhi out is all I'm saying. I think don't so. count him. I, out. I will take playoff LeBron in a 17th over year anyone. over playoff Kawhi any day. Agreed. You take playoff LeBron over Kawhi right now? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think LeBron's got good mojo this year. I think he's going for. I think he's. If he really, stays healthy, which obviously yeah. knock on wood, like. All right. LeBron, well, staying on basketball, I'm going to flip to college for us. Uh, it's 27th today, 28th tomorrow, 29th. Good math. Yep. Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. And then Sunday, we're in March. And March is the time of year I've been waiting for since basketball started. Um, 
I'm a big college basketball guy. Recently, I mean, we tried again. Talked about this last weekend or last week. Lost the episode. Um, but I'll bring it back up now. Some big losses, though, since then. Kansas beat Baylor last weekend. Right. Baylor was the number one. Kansas was the two. Kansas wins by three. And don't correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Baylor has he, they held on to the one spot longer than anyone else. Oh yeah, this season, this season so so far they yep they held on to it longer than anyone. Yep. Kansas, um, <laughs> Kansas wins by three. I think the Pac-12 is going to be scary in the tournament. Honestly, um, a lot scarier than the ACC this year. Right. Wake Forest upsets Duke. Last night or two nights ago? Two nights ago. Two nights ago, Duke gets upset by Wake Forest. Wow. Uh, Another big loss. And then the third is that San Diego State, the team we've been following uh, for the majority of this year. Yep, they they lost as well. To Utah. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. So, Um, yeah, which is, you know. Gonna hurt their chances severely come the come the conference. Dayton's on a 17 game win streak. They're looking scary right now, sitting at number four. Um, and yeah, no, I'm I'm very excited for the tournament. Uh, sorry for the disturbance. There, we're back in it. Uh, got a little bit more to talk about in the college basketball realm. So. I'm kind of stealing a little bit from my brothers over at uh, PMT, part of my take, but I was listening to one of their episodes the other day, and it just left me absolutely disheartened, right? I, they, they were talking about the season, how what we've been saying all year, like the one seed is constantly up for grabs. Everyone's jumping up and down the leaderboard. We have no idea who the team to beat is this year. And to me, as the guys at PMT, this just feels like a year where Duke sneaks out some kind of nonsense March victory and comes away with the title for Coach K again. Well, I mean, they're the only team I really trust. Coach K is the only coach I truly trust come the end of March. What are your What are you guys' thoughts on that? I think you're spot on with that take. I think it's it's hot. Would you say? I don't know. I just feel like it's like it's such a big tournament. Like, yeah, who is the most reliable to coach their team in the last two minutes of a close game or in overtime? Yeah, I'm taking Shashevsky. Got to like, one K. It like all it takes is one game. So like I mean right. like yeah, am I a betting man? Am I gonna bet Duke to go far? Like yes, but like I don't know if I'm like I would I'm set on like picking them to win it. Right. Well obviously saying. we can't yeah. be set, yeah, we're not yeah. going to the tournament. But if you had to take your way too early hot take pick, who are you taking to win it all? If it wasn't to be Duke. Uh, I mean, I need a second there. I think uh, Trey Jones, the sophomore guard from Duke, his defense and his leadership all around helping. Trey Jones is a senior. He's been a well. sophomore. His brother, Tyus. Oh, my name. So, Vernon Carey and Cassius Stanley are very two, in my opinion, underrated freshmen. They're not going to get the Zion attention or the RJ attention, but they – Vernon Carey's almost been putting up a double-double a game, which is flying under the radar hard. They won a really close game versus Duke that kind of stapled their identity as a tough team that can win close games. I I, I think Duke could win this, and it's not like a low-key Duke year. Like, I think they're a very good team. They've been in the top ten, like, Nine out of ten times this year. I know they're not quite the, the beast they were last year with Zion, RJ, Cam Reddish. Um, but quick shout out to Jay's personal Duke icon, my, his boy Grayson Allen. Sucks. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. He's swimming in the G League. Horrible guy. And he trips people, so that man can't freak off. <laughs> um, so now now I got a little second to take a look. Yeah, you're um, 
Again, way too early hot yeah, take. I'm so I'm going to like, I'm, I'm really bad at this type of stuff when you got to pick one usually. So I'm just going to kind of give some justification for why I won't pick teams. Dayton, I don't think, has been there enough, so I can't pick them. San Diego State, same deal. Baylor, can't pick a team that wears neon green. <laughs> I like Kansas and Gonzaga to go really far. Um, so I could honestly, yeah, Gonzaga is a great, I, yeah, I could see, I could see Gonzaga winning it. I'm pretty sure they returned a lot of players this year too. Um, Florida state will go far, but they're, I don't think they're smart enough to win the final four. Like they're usually a team that like kind of gets out of their own head. Maryland will bust. Oh. Um, we, we, talk, we talked about this last week. Yeah. Maryland choke. is just the choke artist. embodiment of, of the choke. I'm a, and the last one I'll say is I'm a big Nova guy. I could see Bill Nova really? be the final four team. They're gonna get it. Who's I mean, right now, right now, the lineup to get a three seed. Jay Wright. Jay Wright's the yeah. Yeah. I I read the beginning of a book of his for my frost basketball season. That guy, he's <laughs> cool dude. He's smart. He's cool dude. I like him. Yeah, I like Jay Wright. So yeah, that's uh, what we're thinking right now for college basketball. Um, and I think with that, we're gonna close it out. Tim Holm, any last things to add? Um, unqualified, still looking for sponsors. If you know anyone who's willing to sponsor, please sponsor. And a sponsor. <laughs> Well said. Well said. Um, and I'll say if it could be a Bev sponsor, that'd be more yeah, Bev. We need more we are Bev. Looking for Bev. We have sufficient Bev for right now, but like we're gonna run out of Bev. We're gonna need more Bev. Anyways, um, yeah, just quick shout out once again. Please follow us on Instagram. Our handle is uh, unqualified un- underscore underscore underscore, yeah. Yeah, underscore official. Um, we're gonna be posting there much more often now that we're kind of back in the studio, uh, more consistently. Yeah, we're gonna be posting polls, we're gonna be putting up stories for you to vote on. We need people to give us more ideas for the grab bag segment. We're getting back to that next week, hopefully. Um, and also, that'd be a perfect way to contact either Jack, Jay, or I. Um, if you want to come on as a guest, if you have something you want to talk about, talk to us, guys. Comment, DM, dare I say. Um, yeah, we're always looking for new comment. Love to talk to you guys, love to talk to the fans. Um, look forward to recording next week. Got some great topics lined up. We're getting close to March. I mean, obviously, as Jay said, doesn't necessarily mean madness early on. It's mostly going to be conference tournaments, but we'll be following those. Got some good grab bags coming up. Hope to get digging into those soon. Best viners all time might be coming up soon. Uh, gotta miss fine. But uh, other than that, we will see you guys next week. Egg. <clears throat> Egg. <laughs>